0: Welcome to the Schwab Market Update Podcast, where each trading day we recap key market results and statistics. I'm Keith Lansford, and here's a summary of what happened today, Thursday, December 21st. Major U.S. equity benchmarks bounced back from a brief midweek downturn and resumed the holiday season rally on Thursday, lifting the Dow Jones Industrial Average back near a record high, as falling Treasury yields and further signs of easing inflation kept investors emboldened over prospects for Federal Reserve interest rate cuts and a soft landing for the economy. Semiconductor shares helped lead the way higher after Micron technology rallied nearly 9% after reporting a stronger-than-expected quarter, while small-cap stocks also ranked among upside leaders to illustrate the broad-based gains seen during the market's recent upswing. But signs of stepped-up uncertainty also emerged as volatility indicators jumped to the highest level since mid-November, while Treasury yields extended a six-week slide, with the 10-year Treasury note yield dropping under 3.83% to a five-month low. According to Joe Mazzola, Director of Trading and Education at Schwab, The stock market may be poised for a sideways consolidation phase through the holiday periods and into early 2024, but it still could face bouts of heightened volatility if, for example, bond yields swing sharply higher or lower or interest rate expectations shift. Volatility is beginning to reappear after the previous day's market reversals, Mazzola said. The market may be taking a breather to consolidate, given the sharp rally in riskier assets over the past month has pushed a myriad of sentiment indicators into extreme optimism territory, Mazzoli explained. We still believe equity volatility will be influenced by fixed income volatility in 2024. A move lower in rates may lead to lower volatility, but volatility may remain relatively elevated given the macroeconomic uncertainty, Mazzola added. Here's where the major benchmarks ended. The S&P 500 index was up 48.4 points, or 1%, at 474675 The Dow Jones Industrial Average was up 322.35 points, or 0.9%, at 37,404.35. And the NASDAQ Composite was up 185.92 points, or 1.3%, at 14,963.87. The 10-year Treasury note yield was up about a basis point at 3.89%, and the SIBO Volatility Index, or the VIX, was down 0.02 of a point at 13.65 after earlier rising to 14.49. Among market sectors, Micron Technologies' gain helped send the Philadelphia Semiconductor Index up 2.8%. Retail and transportation shares were also among the strongest performers. The Russell 2000 Index, which is largely small-cap focused, rose 1.7 percent and is on track for a sixth consecutive weekly gain. As far as stocks on the move, BlackBerry plunged 13 percent after the company released weaker than expected revenue guidance for its fiscal fourth quarter. CarMax rose 5.2 percent after the auto dealer's third-quarter earnings topped expectations, and the company said it will reinstate its stock repurchase program. Carnival Corp. rose 6.2% after the cruise line operator reported a smaller-than-expected loss for the previous quarter. The Cheesecake Factory rose 2.3% after Wedbush upgraded the restaurant chain from neutral to outperform and boosted its price target, citing factors including the consistent transaction growth outperformance versus its industry peers. Salesforce rose 2.7 percent, leading Dow gainers, after Morgan Stanley upgraded the software company from equal weight to overweight and increased its price target 21 percent from $290 to $350, saying the company's data cloud offering will likely see traction as clients look to prep their data for generative artificial intelligence. Spotify technology rose 2.2% after Pivotal Research upgraded the music streaming service from hold to buy, citing a renewed focus on financial discipline. Paramount Global and Warner Brothers Discovery fell 2.8% and 1.5% respectively a day after CNBC reported both companies were in preliminary talks for a potential merger and paychecks dropped 7% after the payroll services provider reported quarterly revenue that fell short of analysts' expectations. Among other companies, athletic apparel giant Nike was expected to report quarterly results after Thursday's close. Nike shares have recovered much of a slump that sent the stock near a 10-month low in late September but are still up just over 4% for the year, trailing the 23.6% gain for the S&P 500. Economic data Thursday carried some mixed signals, but did little to alter widely held market expectations that the Fed will soon pivot from the tighter monetary policy stance of the past two years and lower benchmark short-term rates several times in 2024. Earlier Thursday, the third and final update for third-quarter gross domestic product growth posted an unexpected drop to 4.9%, still historically strong, but contrary to expectations, the government would keep its estimate unchanged at 5.2%. In the same report, GDP core inflation was revised from 2.3% to 2%, adding to a string of tamer inflation data. Also Thursday, weekly initial jobless claims rose from 203,000 to 205,000, below expectations for a number closer to 218,000, based on a briefing.com consensus. This suggests the labor market remains relatively solid. The Philadelphia Fed Manufacturing Survey reported a negative 10.5, which is well below the forecasted negative negative three and making 11 of the past 12 months negative. A negative number reflects worsening manufacturing conditions. Last week, the Fed released an updated economic forecast that suggested the central bank would lower its funds rate 75 basis points in 2024, the equivalent of three-quarter point cuts. Many investors, however, seem to think five or six cuts may be in store, but analysts caution that may be a little excessive. Late Thursday, futures trading pegged 86% odds the Federal Open Market Committee will hold its benchmark funds rate target unchanged at 5.25% to 5.5% following its January 30th and 31st meeting, according to the CME Fed Watch tool. The market price is in a 71% chance the funds rate will be a quarter point lower after the Fed's March meeting, up from 65% a week ago. The stock market's seemingly overly aggressive expectations for Fed rate cuts may ultimately lead to disappointment. The market's focus on the path of potential rate cuts could result in bond yield volatility spikes, Mazzola said, and any deviation from the expected path of rates, specifically the high expected probability of a cut in March, could lead to another failed test of the recent highs for equities. Friday brings the November Personal Consumption Expenditures, or PCE, Prices report. The PCE is the Fed's favorite inflation gauge, and while it has fallen most of the year, it remains above the central bank's 2% long-term target. Overall, PCE is expected to rise 0.1% in November from October, while the core rate, which excludes food and energy prices, is expected to rise 0.2% based on consensus figures from Briefing.com. In October, overall PCE was up 0.2% month-over-month and up 3.5% year-over-year, slowing from the 3.7% increase in September. This has been the Schwab Market Update Podcast. To stay informed, visit schwab.com slash market update or follow the show for free in your favorite podcasting app. And if you like what you've heard, please consider leaving us a reading or a review. It really helps new listeners find the show. Join us for another update tomorrow. For important disclosures, see the show notes and schwab.com slash marketupdatepodcast.